Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Hey, Tom, good morning. Happy Friday. And yes, this is recorded. I know, let's just be honest, because we're renegades. We're recording this, but that's okay. It doesn't ruin the excitement for the day. Well, we record it every day, actually, just to be fair, because that's, if people listen to it on the podcast, for all of those listening on the podcast, it's recorded and then made available. And it's available on seven different platforms. So is a great chance for you to binge all the episodes that you have missed uh, if you are typically a watcher on Facebook or YouTube. So as I pointed out, if you're doing holiday traveling, if you're uh, grilling burgers and you need something to do, you're cutting the grass or you're just hanging around over this holiday weekend, we got something for you. That would be the podcast. You can go YouTube, watch the video version, and you can catch up on all the great stuff that we've covered over the last, what, two, three months. Well, Even further correct. back, if you go to Facebook or YouTube, you can go back. 398 episodes. I know, that's crazy. I was thinking about I, that last night. That is I still remember when we came up with this idea, and I don't think any, either of us thought it would last more than about two weeks. <laughs> Well, it's funny what happens when you say yes to an idea and what what can come of it. Uh, so welcome, everyone. This is today's Antidote. Uh, it's our daily podcast and broadcast where we try to have a conversation around a topic. And at the end, we offer our one thing, the one thing that we think might add value to your day and help you today or in the future take that next step along your own unique pathway to success. So if you have thoughts or ideas, please feel free to share them, especially if you are watching them or you can follow us on Twitter or LinkedIn. And if you are listening to the podcast, please subscribe or share it with a friend so that we can spread the message about being a renegade and how to take your next step. So with that little introduction, one of the first things we always do, again, if you're a fairly new listener, is we celebrate. Bob, what are we celebrating today? Hey, you're going to like this one, Tom. This one's international, and it's a little complicated, so i got to walk you through it. It's National Welsh Rarebit Day. No way. I know. <laughs> you know what that is? I actually do, but go ahead and explain, and I'll tell you why. Okay. A rare bit is a cheesy toast that was originally called rabbit in a tongue-in-cheek way in the Welsh language because there is no rabbit in the meal. Similar to mock turtle soup having no turtle in it, Welsh rarebit does not contain rabbit. Instead, this dish is made with toast that has hot cheese poured over it. Over time, the dish became known as Welsh rarebit, a nod to the inside joke. In the 18th century, it was a big, it was a big hit. And you can uh, use Swiss cheeses or any cheeses. You can also use um, variations including cayenne pepper, mustard, Worcestershire sauce, or paprika, and lots of people top the cheese with a poached egg. So how do you know about this, Tom? Well, 
my mother-in-law, my wife's mom, is Welsh and is very fond of her Welsh heritage and has shared some of the different pieces of it. Now, I don't think I have ever eaten it thinking I was eaten, eating uh, Welsh rarebit. Um, although I had what we call in our house cheesy toast a lot. Okay. Uh, fairly regularly, actually, especially with an Italian meal. Um, yeah. But it's, yeah. But so I think mother- this cheese is more not like not like pizza cheese. This is more like fondue cheese. Right. Like right. it's really, oh. yeah, melted big time. Not like not like grilled cheese where it's melted a bit and you still get the sense of cheese. I think this is almost soup. So I wonder, and this is going to diverge a little bit, if you can, you know, kind of like with a Philly cheesesteak, you can either have melted cheese or you can have cheese whiz, which is really the official way to have it is cheese. Can you do that with rarebit? Could you just take cheese whiz and put it over it and then heat it? I've used it. The the only person, Tom, you and I know might know the answer to this that we have (laughs) contact with is Tim. And Tim, if you're out there, please. My mother-in-law <laughs> might know. Another tidbit of knowledge. My mother-in-law might know. There you go. I'll well, have to if ask. she makes if she makes it for you, or she makes it, tell her to send us a picture. I'd love to see a picture of an Americanized version of that. I will do that. That'll be okay. Great. Awesome. Excellent. So now that we have celebrated something, which again you thought was going to be this random thing that actually did have some relevance to my family. Um, and also a renegade thing, right? I mean, think about it. There's an inside joke that's got rabbit in it and there isn't rabbit. And rather than just cracking the joke one time, now it's become a national day. Again, as we try to, as we, I think part of the show, the show, the end is trying to figure out national holidays, <laughs> days that have become national days of celebration or whatever they are days of celebration would be more accurate yes they're not national holidays it's not like independence day congress didn't bestow upon the world that it be national or uh welsh rarebit day but someone said yes yes to being able to celebrate and and so we can get away from that let's dive into our conversation (laughs) segue (laughs) for the week is we've been talking all week about when they say yes and a little bit about what that means. What does it spark? Um, what happens once you get a yes? And so today we're going to wrap up that conversation about what happens when people say yes. And you know, it's interesting. At some point, someone submitted that to the national calendar, and they said yes. And you know, yesterday we talked about how to deal with it. And I think that's some of the challenges that we have. But there was a lot of conversation around this week around when they say yes. So what's your kind of what are some of your takeaways from the week, Bob? Um, My takeaways are that yes opens the door to uh, opportunities and also potential areas of concern and that yes isn't the end point. And also that reaching a yes is not like a two-minute process in a lot of cases. It can take days, months, weeks, years, decades, as we saw yesterday with uh, your buddy, Mr. Popsicle Man, Frank Epperson, that it took him 20 years to take an invention, something he discovered when he was 11, 
and 19 years later finally applied for a patent for it sure and also had some some uh success from selling it and i think that really as a renegade and an entrepreneur entrepreneur that really tells me that you've got to buckle in this is going to be a long journey you can't expect that you're just going to solve it in five minutes or five days. And even if it's the best idea in the whole world, it's gonna take time because people have to get comfortable with it. You have to get comfortable with it. You have to get comfortable sharing it. I think you also have to get comfortable with the people that say, no, that's crazy to lead to the yes. And then when you get that first yes, you can't just, all right, done with that. Now you gotta get the second yes. And I don't know about you, but I've found in my career, the second yes is often harder than the first one. Just like if you think of bands, putting out the first band album, piece of cake. How many bands have you waited for the second album? And it's like, yeah, it's been three, four years and they're not nearly as good as they were when they started. And, and there's same thing with novels. You know- Oh no, I, I writing know. the first book is hard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, I, I understand why what you're sharing, and I think the first one can also be extremely difficult as well. It, it can, and the, in your head as you're trying to write this book, there's a lot of no, no, no going on. Sure. I, I'm not qualified to write this book. I don't know how to write. I'm not a great writer, blah, blah. All those things go through your head, and each of those you have to say no to, to say yes to, I'm going to get this book done. And Tom, refresh my memory. Your uh, planned deadline for that book was when? Uh, Monday, I believe. And you have what, about 90% of it written, so you're gonna crank out the last 10% this weekend? Yes, most definitely. Okay, and you'll be posting a photo of the manuscript. Likely not. <laughs> <laughs> how, how does one capture nothing, right? <laughs> it's not nothing. It's just not. How many pages? How many pages? We don't have to go this far for any further. You brought it up. <laughs> I shared it as a concept, not as a. Uh, <laughs> I was just trying to share that you said getting a rec, making your first record was easy. I think that there's a lot of this, you know, the first rec, the first of anything is difficult. It's challenging. There are, and actually, it's all hard. If it was, if it was easy, people would do it all the time, every right. time. And I would think that if you asked anybody who creates anything, content, events, music, shows, effective teams, right, any of those things, that it's hard work, and yeah. it doesn't get easier just because you said yes. Yeah, somebody said yes. It's just it's more work and more challenging. And if it's too easy, everybody's doing it. And it doesn't likely have the value that you thought. And I think as renegades, we're always looking to do that thing that not everybody does or do, do it in a different way. Do it in the way that we want to do it because it's all about our knowledge, experience and perspective and how we leverage that to provide whatever it is that's gonna add value to others. And if I think you said we do it in the way we want to do it. I think I would modify that slightly to say, do it in the way that we're called to do it. I think it's greater than just what I want. I think for the things I've done and the other people I've talked to, it's not, it's not just, I want to do it this way. It's, 
I feel compelled to do this. It's more powerful than just want. Sure. Well, I think that there's the calling. A lot of people get it, would say that their calling was similar. I want to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And some choose to do it their own unique. They do it the way they want to do it because that's what feels real for them. That's what deep in their heart of hearts is where they, what is yes. That's how they want to say yes. There are others who can do a similar thing and just do it the way everyone else has done. Because that may be the path that seems of least resistance, of least trouble or challenge. And while I would agree that those people are renegades as well, because they are choosing to do something their own way. That's the choice they have taken. I think that we are called. I think sometimes we answer that call and say yes to it. And sometimes people don't or they can't understand it. And then there's how do you want to achieve whatever it is you feel like you've been called to do. And that's where I, I was thinking about the way I want to do it is that, yes, I think that I, you know, when I read the book, The Go-Giver, I knew that that was what my, I thought my calling was, is that I need to go out and give so that others can receive and get value. And there's a lot of different ways that you could choose to do that. And I chose the way that I wanted to choose because that was what was real for me. So that's, that's where I was going with the way you want to do it. Okay. And your thoughts from the week real quick, Tom? You know, there's so many good things. Um, you know, the one that really intrigued me, well, there are two really. One was, I think sort of, as you said, that yes is just the beginning. It's not, you know, we talked about this is that so often when salespeople get a yes, they feel like they closed the deal. And when I'd like to think about that is it's now opened. You've now opened a relationship and opened the opportunity to grow and support someone or something. So I think there's that part of it, like you said, that yes, is just the beginning. I think the other piece is, you know, we had the conversation yesterday about um, saying yes to yourself and saying yes to the questions in your head. Well, that's not they. I mean, they could be the questions in your head and they could be all of the things that potentially might, might um, have you doubting. And I think when you think about all those things that you want to achieve, you do have to say yes to yourself. And I think that's maybe the hardest yes to get is for your mind to get you to comprehend and say, yes, this is where I want to go. This is how I'm going to do it. And I'm committed that this is the way of, this is the way that I'm going to travel. This is the renegade way. Um, and, and to so say I, that yes every day. Uh, uh, every day, all the time. And I think that's, yeah. you know, another piece of it is that, um, you need a lot of yeses to eventually get to a result that you desire. You know, I think we, when we think about the yes, we think about the final yes, right? The yes that clears, that, that sets things off and now gets you started. But I think there's a lot of other yeses that have to happen. Um, you have to have someone answer, you know, say yes to respond to an email, to a voicemail, to a text message. You have to get them to say yes to the fact that maybe they'll meet with you and have that discussion, whether that's your supervisor, your team, or someone who you're trying to um, provide product or service to. You have to then be able to say, yes, I can deliver what it is that I said I'm going to deliver. And so, you know, 
yes is a constant path of moving forward from one step to the next step to the next step to the next step to help you achieve the goal you've set out to achieve. And so I, I, I think those are kind of the two key yeses. Okay. But I have a crazy thought, Tom. What's that? There are a whole bunch of internal yeses to even get to a no. There are a whole bunch of internal yes. You have to say yes to yourself many, many times to get to a place where you can actually offer someone the opportunity. And even if they say no, you've had all those yeses, all those all those days you got up and said, this is a crazy idea, I'm gonna keep going. And people told you it was a crazy idea and you keep going, you finally get it. You get whatever it is you're trying to do done and you share it with someone say, I'm ready for you to buy this thing from me, or I'm ready for you to take part in this initiative. And they say, no, you still had a whole bunch of yeses just to get to that. Because there are very few things I can think of that you could just like right now, Tom, it's this hour within 45 minutes, you need to be able to sell something. Well, I got to figure out what it is. I got to figure out how I'm going to market it, price it, all those things. And all those things that we have to do to get something ready to be sold or considered if it's a proposal, those are all yeses along the way, right? With yeah. your book, yes to the title, yes to the introduction, yes to every word that you choose, yes to every paragraph, yes to, oh, it's an, it covers the topic completely. All those things before we can even evaluate and say, yeah, um, Tom, I'm going to buy your book or not buy your book. Sure. Those are, you know, and, and that's, I think, uh, yeses to yourself, to your mm -hmm. questions, which again, could be the questions in your mind, which you could consider as that. So I think that there is, there is no doubt that yes is uh, an opening and a beginning. So now that we've had this roundabout discussion about, I guess it wasn't roundabout, we had this wasn't roundabout. broad discussion about what we took away from the week. What's your one thing that you would like to share, Bob, as we wrap up our week talking about when they say yes? I'm going to go back to your buddy, Mr. Popsicle Guy, Frank Epperson, and say that it's a marathon, not a sprint. It took him 20 years to get his thing worked out. And I think that's the lesson I need to remember. It takes however long it takes. And I'm sure in those 20 years, he had plenty of days where he's like, this is crazy. What am I thinking? This isn't going to work. And he still kept going. I so like he's that. my new hero. He's your new hero. He is. You definitely need to do some further research on him and find out what happened from age eleven to age. Whatever. Oh, I'm. I'm. I, 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 there, there's something there. I'm. I'm. I'm noodling something through. It sparked a pretty big idea. Fair enough. Um, so I think my one thing. I was going to provide the antidote about when they say yes. You know, there's so many to try to figure out what is the one key thing. Um, so I think I'm going to go with, I love the idea that when they say yes, you know what, here's what I'm going to do. Cause we haven't really talked about this. I'm going to say that the one thing I would offer is when they say yes, celebrate is we spend, it, it is not easy to get to a yes. And I think so often we can be like, okay, yes, great. Now I move on to the next thing. And I haven't taken the time to understand 
that yes. You know, it's easy. When we get a no, we take a lot of time to try to go back and figure out like what was, what led to that, you know, or what, what went wrong? What didn't I, what could I have done differently? When we get a yes, we're like, well, of course I got it all figured out and I just keep moving forward. And so I, I would offer that my, my one takeaway is spend as much time understanding why you got a yes as you question why you got a no. Because I think there's value in that. You know, and we talked about this a while ago, but you go back to companies like Kodak or Xerox, they were getting a lot of yeses, a lot of yeses, made a lot of money selling their products until they stopped figuring out why people were saying yes and what they needed. And then they got a lot of no's and had, and basically their companies went out of business. And, and I think that when they say yes, don't think that your work is done. You've got a lot of work still to do. And don't think that you've learned everything you can learn. You can still better understand why they said what they, why they made that decision and how, even though they said yes, there may be things you still need to tweak to get the next yes. I like that. It's, it's been a really good week. If, if you missed an episode of this this week, I really recommend, I'm not just saying that because it's shameless self-promotion, but this has been a really good week. I, I, if I had to say what's the best week we've ever had of programming, this would be the week. I, really? Yeah, and I think yesterday's episode with uh, Mr. Popsicle Guy is my absolute favorite. Wow, your yeah. absolute favorite. Interesting. Yep, yep. Interesting. and that's, compa that's comparing 398 of them. How and many? Of those, how many of like? Because I've been to every one. <laughs> how many do you remember? You barely remember the topic for what was the topic on Monday? No, not Monday. What was I the topic? have no idea. <laughs> Although that's great that you that you found such value in that, and hopefully others did as well. I think you know what's interesting to me is I was saying this to my daughter last night that you know it's almost four hundred episodes. I said that's a lot of talking. <laughs> that's a lot of. Uh, thinking about and sharing different ideas. And I think that that's, um, yes. it's hard to remember. The, my memories start, it's interesting to see in my Facebook memories pop up past episodes. And uh, so I think that's a, a, an interesting and challenging thing. And, you know, here's to our next however many more so that we can find other episodes that maybe top or other weeks that top this week. I like it. As we wrap this show up today, we hope that you have a great weekend. We hope that you will, if you found value in this, please share this with someone else, whether you're sharing the podcast, sharing the uh, live episode on Facebook or YouTube, or encouraging people to join our Facebook group, The Ring of Renegades, where they can find others who are trying to find answers to the questions that they have to figure out their next step along their own unique pathway to success. It's easy to join that Facebook group. Just go to Facebook, search for Ring of Renegades. It is a private group, so you just have to ask to join. And then you can become a part of our growing community just by telling us why you're a renegade. Um, it is private because we want to create that space where people can have good conversations, can have discussions like this and not feel like they are being judged. They're just with other people who want to help them figure out that next step. And if you're watching or listening on a podcast, please feel free to share it with a friend. Subscribe or let others know about how Radio. they can... Give us five stars. Can always rate nice. us. That would be nice. I'd take four stars. 
Fair enough. We'll take four stars. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. We hope that you had a great week. We hope that uh, you have an enjoyable holiday weekend and that there are a lot of yeses in your future and that you can better understand what that yes means. So we will see you Monday morning. Yes, we will be here actually live Monday morning, Labor Day, uh, where I think we have some fun things in store. We do. Won't want to miss unless you will not want to miss unless you're, you know, doing something really fun or on vacation or whatever. And then you can catch it later on Facebook or you can catch it on podcast. But until then, we will see you. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time for our next edition of today's antidote. Have a great day. Hey, embrace the renegading you. Thanks for listening to today's antidote powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.